everybody was complaining about the prices this morning at the auction. And the other day I was talking to another dealer on the phone and he was saying, prices are crazy, man. It's crazy out here. And <laughs> I thought, hey, let me talk to the flippers about buying from the public. And uh, that's what we're going to talk about today. How to find deals, how to make deals, how to keep the money coming in. If you buy and sell vehicles for a profit or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. Our number one goal is to help our listeners make more money. Every episode, we share information, ideas, and experiences of real-life car flippers. I'm Randy Lee. I'm the host of Flipping Genius. I've flipped cars most of my life. For over a dozen years now, I've been a licensed dealer. I am working to build the best podcast about successfully flipping cars for a consistent profit. Let's get to it, flippers. Auctions have become more and more expensive. Uh, not only are the prices going up, but I believe uh, fees are going up. I, From what I see, our fees that we're paying at the auctions are a lot more than they were you know, just a dozen years ago when I first started going to these these uh, dealer auctions. And uh, it seems like a necessary evil. You know, you, you, you've got to, you got to get an inventory. If you're a, a licensed car dealer, you've got to keep a flow of vehicles coming in. So what are you going to do? You got to, you got to find a place where you can buy and buy right so you can make money. Because we've talked about it before. We make our money when we buy it. If you've listened to me before, you've heard me say that, and I know I didn't invent it, uh, and it's absolutely true, but it's still got to be a, 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 a price that's, that's livable because the fact is that at the other end, our, our buyers are expecting to get a deal. Everybody wants a deal all the time. Now, the fact is that, that we, we are in inflated times right now. Um, as I record this, May 3rd, 2022 we are in probably the biggest uh state of inflation that that our country has seen in i don't know 20 years or something and and it's it's affecting gasoline it's affecting uh it's affecting food it's a it's affecting housing and it's definitely affecting cars and uh there's a lot of different factors there but the fact is on the other end the people we sell our vehicles to have a limited capacity to buy. So you've got to be able to, to create a, a sellable product, no matter, no matter what market you are working in. Now, if you've listened to Flipping Genius before, you've heard me, Randy Lee, talk about the market that I, that I uh, sell in. You've seen me drink uh, Kickapoo Joy Juice. It's going to happen again right now. <laughs> and... You know, I sell in a very inexpensive market to folks who have very limited uh, resources. So there's only so far you can push them. I also sell for cash. So that that means I've got to buy the stuff right. And uh, and we're, we're in a, a situation where at the car auctions, we're all driving the prices up against each other and and we need alternatives now. One alternative is to use tools like Facebook Marketplace and Nextdoor and Craigslist and other resources 
uh, to find potential deals like like Tory Boyd talked about in episode 113 and 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 Vic 45 talked about in episode 109 and and same Sam Koinaski and I discussed in episode 108. But uh, I want to talk today about how to get the deals to come to you. We've talked about that before, but I want to readdress it and refocus it and really help you make that happen. When we come back, that's what we're going to talk about. We're on episode 118 today. It's pretty exciting. Um, I think we're, we're now heard in 63 different countries around the world, every state in the union, and we've got well over 500 members in our in our uh, uh, car flipping forum on Facebook. If you're not a member of the car flipping forum, please join. And if you, you do join, when you do join, please participate and share your information. And you can go back to episodes uh, four, six, made a little list, 17, 21, 56, 59, 66. I know all of those. We talk about alternatives ways to get the, the the public to sell us their vehicles. And and, and I'm probably going to readdress some things here and possibly refine some things. Uh, I think the canvas is always being changed. Uh, as if you're an active car flipper, like I am, you're having to stay abreast. Like I, did, I talked about last week, you've got to make adjustments based on the the marketplace that you're in. And, uh, and, and some of the things you're going to do are, are just old as the hills, and that's fine. The old ways are good ways, but one of the reasons they're good ways is because a, a lot of our competition is not willing to do that. And if you're willing to do what the competition is not willing to do, you're going to succeed. And that, I think that goes in any business I've ever been in. So let's talk about some of those old school ways. Um, I, and you've heard me talk about it before, so if you get bored, you know, fast forward. But if you're not doing this stuff, if you're not doing this stuff, make it happen, Captain. <laughs> bandit signs. Uh, you've heard me talk about bandit signs. And uh, I, I want to include the ones that go right on your vehicle. Now, I, I, I'm guilty. I pulled uh, my signs off of my personal vehicle a while back. Because I think my, my wife was a little uh, uh, embarrassed to drive around with a vehicle that said, we buy cars, we buy houses, we buy cars, we buy houses. Um, but I need to slap those babies back on. They're all over my truck, but, but not on the SUV that I drive. I have them. They're, they're hanging on the, on the metal door in my garage because uh, they're magnetic. And I need to pull them off and slap them back on there. Because I tell you what, it makes the phone ring. Not constantly or anything, but it is a way that I have bought a lot of vehicles. So that's one form of bandit sign. But the other type of thing, the, the true bandit sign, are those signs you see alongside the road that are so annoying to you when you pull up and you see a whole series of them. I buy houses. I wash car, I wash houses. Uh, you know, all, all those signs out there. Um, my signs say, I, I own the domain uglyisok.com, and uh, and, and it, I also other, own other domains, and they also have my phone number on them. I buy cars. I buy unwanted cars. I try not to this. I don't. I don't want to buy junk cars. I don't scrap cars. That's not something I do. So 
I try to encourage people to call me to sell me their vehicle, and those signs work. Uh, I've, I've probably getting close to needing to reorder, and I just keep doing that. They reorder the signs. They go on little metal sticks, and I stick them near grocery stores. I, I stick them in, in busy corners. A good friend of mine, uh, Alan Vandergriff, taught me to, to put them on telephone poles, and I, we went out and did it. Alan's in the real estate business. And we went out uh, hanging signs together, and I got a kick out of Alan. He taught me hang them high. He can, brings a ladder along, and he hammers, he, he uh, staples them uh, or, or nail guns them into into uh, telephone poles and places where they're they're hard to get down. Uh, I like to keep them in eye vision though, so I, I don't do a lot of the hang them high thing. But it's a good idea to, to do that because it keeps uh, it keeps your signs around and. I know I can think of one sign that I put up. I I bet it's been up for five years in the same spot. I've had to go back and replace it, and it's it's one of my favorites because it is in a it is in a spot that you would pay big money for. I'm not going to tell you where it's where it's at in case uh, somebody's in the in my neighborhood. There they'll go uh, knock me out and put, put put theirs there. But it is it has helped me buy many cars in this, this one particular spot. So use those bandit signs, business cards. Oh, uh, here we go. I, I have one right here. Uh, I'm, I'm on, on camera right now, and I, I'm stupidly giving you my phone number because you all probably call me now. There, but my, my phone number is everywhere. But you can see that, that I have this card that says Randy Buys Cars. I own the, the domain. RandyBuysCars.com, I, I own that, and I put these cards everywhere. If you go to my mechanic, I guarantee you see them all over the place. If you, you if you go any place where I go, you will see these cards. Every time I check out at the grocery store, I find a place to put them. If I buy, I, when I buy gas, a lot of times I'll leave 20 of them at the gas pumps. While if my gas is pumping, I'll run around and stick them any place I can stick them. Um, I don't, I buy them by the, uh, I think the last time I bought them, I bought 2,000, 3,000, a bunch, because I put those everywhere. And I, and I intentionally keep the back blank so that I can uh, use it to write offers on. But we're going to talk about that later. But business cards, uh, I use a separate business card just for that. Um, I have a business card for the business, and I sometimes use that too. And there's a, a blank space on there as well for uh, me to right offers by the way uh flippers we are we are posting this on video also on the youtube channel so if for some reason you, you'd like to, to watch me talk and sometimes there's a few things i show on the video that's that's of value uh invite you to, to to just look for the flipping genius youtube channel and you'll see as we as we produce new episodes we're we're doing the episode on video as well and if you are watching the video and you say, what's he talking about? I thought he was only on video. You can find the Flipping Genius podcast going way back to episode one uh, on our website, flippinggenius.com, or any place you find podcasts. So you can just listen to the audio. That's mostly what I do with, with podcasts. I listen to the audio because a lot of times I'm active. So if, if, that's, if, if that's something you're interested in, you didn't even know we did that, Every episode is also available in audio only wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Sorry to jump out of that. Uh, so business cards, a great way to get that phone to ring so people will, will call you. And by the way, I'm going to talk to you about what you do when the phone rings, too. We're, we're, I'm not going to leave you hanging here. That's the last thing we're going to talk about today. What I do, how I deal with the public, and how I go about buying vehicles when they call you. Um, I've talked about post-it notes. And hey, look, I got them here. I didn't, I didn't think I did. <laughs> I just happen to have some here because they're usually in my pocket. Um, I get these post-it notes printed up, uh, and it just says, I buy houses, I buy cars. We, it says, we buy cars and we buy houses, and it's got my telephone number on it. Now, I am so cheap that I actually print these up in a double pack, and, and, and it's about the size of a normal post-it note, and then I cut them in half. He actually use a saw to cut them in half because they're thick. And then and then I peel one off and I stick these things when I'm walking. I stick them on uh, windshields or, or, or the side door. I stick them on, on the front door of a house. Uh, if it looks like something I might be able to buy on the house side. If I look for, I'm always looking for cars. It could be a deal for me. It could be something like flat tires on the car, uh, grass growing up around the car, expired tags on the car, or just something I think. I got a feeling that I might be able to do a deal on this. I stick those out there and it produces calls too. It produced one this week, uh, a real good one uh, came to me from a post-it note. Um, I, I, I almost, I almost hate telling you about that one. Cause that's, that's one that nobody uses, but I've told you so many times. So if you're, you're not using it yet, you probably won't now. I challenge you. You, you just won't even do it. You won't do it. <laughs> Paper flyers. I don't think I have any of those right here next to me, but just a simple flyer that says, I buy cars. It could be as simple as that, or you can put as much detail as you want and uh, pass those flyers out, post them at the, post them at the, uh, at the, at the post office. Uh, if you go to the post office, there's almost always a, a place for you to, to uh, put a thumbnail in and, and put up your, your uh, flyers. You can uh, you can do um, well. What I'm going to talk about next, I call them walk and talks. And uh, what a walk and talk is is where um, you know. Well, number one, you're keeping your head on a swivel. You're looking for opportunities. So your walk and talk could be with another car dealer. It could be at a. Uh, at, you could walk into a, a beauty shop or a barber shop. Um, it could be any place where you can hand your business card, your flyer, your posted note. Anybody, any place where you can go in and talk to them about cars. One I had a lot of luck with, and I'm not probably going to go into detail right now because I don't know if it's still as viable. But when I first started, I got a lot of vehicles from uh, uh, um, title pawn places. And it depends on where you're at. Right now, I buy a lot of vehicles from title pawn, but it's through the auction because that's, they've chosen to sell all their vehicles through auction. Um, but hey, don't let that stop you. There's some private title pawn places, and these guys repo those cars, and they want to get their cash out of them. If you're walking in the door, you might be the one that gets to buy them. So uh, walk and talk, keep your head on a swivel, look for opportunities. And talking about talking, uh, networking groups. This is another place. If if you are in a uh, a, a business networking group like BNI. Um, that I highly recommend that for any business that you're in, uh, build 
relationships with other businesses and get in front of people and tell them what you do. And one of the things you do is buy cars. Of course you sell cars. It's not hard to sell cars. When you got a car, people want to buy it. If it's decent, if it's priced right, people are going to buy it. But buying the cars, that's the key, right? We make our money when we buy them. So you need to open as many doors, as many avenues as possible, get that phone ringing. So networking groups, and of course, in my case, one of my favorite networking groups are the barter groups that I belong to. And I've talked about that before. I can't even remember what episode, but you know, you you probably heard me talk about it. A lot of you think, that's ah, not for me. That's not for me. And God bless you. I'm glad you think it's not for you because as long as a lot of people think that, I'm going to I'm going to keep I'm going to keep making the dough because I make a lot of dough through barter groups. So that's a, an opportunity that I have uh, that you won't have because you you you're not jumping into that. Uh, I, I do encourage you to check into it. You'll do well. Um, but if you decide not to, you think that's not for me or I don't understand it. That's fine. I'm giving you a lot of things to go with. So those are my old school ways. That's the old school stuff that absolutely works. It works. If you work, it will work. But let's talk about, you know, you guys are all younger than me, probably. So let's talk about some some sort of new age stuff, sort of, you know, because I'm, I'm not uh, off the charts on, uh, on technical things, but I do have websites. I got websites all over the place. I buy domain names and I use them. Uh, and I, I have websites that simply like the one I talked about, ReadyBuysCars.com. You go there, just I buy cars. You go there, I want to buy your car. Really what I'm trying to do is get you to either call me or email me and, and invite me to come look at your car. That's all I want. I want to be in front of you with your vehicle so that we can talk about it. And I'm like I said, I'm going to talk to you about it in a little bit about what exactly I say. And, and you can copy me exactly or you can do it your own way. Um, I, I do posts on on Facebook and, and Nextdoor and Craigslist and any place else that, uh, that that they will allow me to post that I buy vehicles. I, it's a way to get the phone ringing. I know I say phone ringing. The chances are they're not going to call you these days. They're going to text you or they're going to IM you, but whatever you want to, however they want to correspond with you, interact with you, uh, let them do it. But our goal, our goal is to get in front of them one-on-one and talk about their vehicle that they want to get rid of. That's really what that's the sentiment that, that I'm I'm hoping for, that they want to get rid of this vehicle. Um, it's, it is something they don't want to deal with. It is something, you know, because really, if it's a pristine vehicle that they love, they're going to want too much money for it. So we're really trying to buy the unwanted. In my case, I don't want to buy junk because I'm not, uh, I don't do uh, engine replacements and transmission replacements, but you might. So don't rule that out. Uh, I just don't. Um, and I, I post these messages anywhere that I think it'll work, anywhere online that I think it'll work. And and that you probably know some sources that I haven't even mentioned, and that's great. And I'll tell you what, I would absolutely love it if you've got some ideas on how I can improve my reach. Share them with me. Share them. 
feel free to email me. I would I would love some help so I can make more money too. I'm trying to help you make more money. Also, you can reach me on on the the uh, car flipping forum. I'm there. Uh, we'll interact with each other. I I would love it if you would share your ideas with each other, including me, so we can all make more money. Um, now. Next, I want to talk about some outside the box thinking, some things that maybe I haven't talked about before, but anyway, things that work, I know will work for you. But take a little break, grab some more Kickapoo Joy Juice, and when we get back, we're going to talk about that outside the box thinking that helps you buy. <laughs> okay, outside the box, that's that's my favorite place. I like, I like always being outside the box. That's, that's uh, um, where I have... I have found I have found opportunity. Anytime that you will do the job better and harder than everybody else, you got a chance. But sometimes when you just do it different, you don't have to be the hardest working guy. You got to be the smartest one in the room, the one that works better and smarter. <laughs> He's the genius, right? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Flipping genius. This is simple stuff, but it's not really because I know, I know a lot of people don't do this. And this, I call it outside the box, but it seems like it's so natural. Your past buyers, your past sellers, who have you bought a vehicle from and who have you sold a vehicle to? Number one, make sure you're treating everybody right. Because if you treat people right, <laughs> they're going to want you to call them back. See, they're calling me. <laughs> and, and, and seriously, what you're gonna do is email or even call your past buyers and even email or even call your past resources where you bought vehicles from. And I guarantee you, this is, this is a, a, a great untapped resource when the, when the, uh, when they get your call, they're gonna they're gonna say, "Yeah, oh, oh yeah, Randy, I remember, I remember, I, I bought that, um, you know, that, that that Buick from you. Yeah, it is. It's running like a champ. Or maybe maybe it didn't, but you were straight up with them, and uh, always just be straight with people, and you'll find that they're happy to hear from you. If you've bought a vehicle from somebody before, there's a good chance you'll be able to find another one there. Maybe not from them." but maybe from their brother or their, their uncle or their grandma or their neighbor. They say, oh, yeah, I, I, they may even say, I told them to call you. Did they ever call you? Because they will. If you treat people fair, and we're going to talk about that, about how to treat people fair and, and how to, to make these, these deals. Uh, before we get out of here today, I'm, I'm going to give you my lowdown. Um, so... That's my big outside the box thinking is go back to where you've had success before. Email them, uh, text them, call them, get in, in contact with them and say, hey, remember we did this or I bought that. And, and I'm wondering if you can, if, if there's a way for me to help you again. Uh, it, it's, a, it's, it's a tool that definitely will work. Um, you'll get referrals. You'll, you'll sell the vehicles you have you buy more vehicles and and another one and I, I I'm I'm putting this in the outside the box category because I know a lot of you guys are not taking advantage of this trade-ins 
Now, I know everybody out there is not a licensed car dealer. It's a flipping genius show. You're car flippers. I understand a lot of you guys are just getting going in this. You can still do trade-ins. You don't have to be a, a, a licensed car dealer. You can be like I am uh, to take trade-ins. Trades are trades. I mean, you could take a, a, a guitar in on trade. You could take a, a golf cart in on trade. Thinking of, 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 of Tory Boyd, who was, was with us a couple weeks ago. Um, you can take a boat in on trade. Whatever you want, you can trade. It's your deal. You can make the deal happen. But ideally, we are in the vehicle business. So ask the question, do you have anything to trade? And, and they may say, well, would you be interested in? And you... Take a listen, see what they've got, go take a look at it. And we'll talk about how you handle that um, in, in just a second here. We're getting close, we're getting close, but but that's exactly what, what I recommend that you do. You, you ask them, do you have anything to trade? Before, don't wait for them to ask you because a lot of people don't feel comfortable with that. Um, and and the, the fact is that, that, that uh, when we talk about how we deal with the public i think the most important thing there is just to be straight with them deal with them in a way that you would want to be dealt with and ex exchange information with them that makes them understand that uh, you are a, a straightforward business person who is who is a, a, trying to a, accomplish a profit trying to earn a profit you're not here for because you you love to wash cars you're here because you you want to make money and if you explain to them how that is done you'll get them on your side and one of the ways you're going to get them on the on, on your side is by taking in a vehicle on trade now you don't have to trade in it you don't you don't have to take what they have they, they may tell you i've got an old bmw that hasn't run in six years and it's got all bald uh, rotted tires on it and I'd like to have that thing drug out of my backyard. Now, maybe that may be something you want. It's not something I want. I, I, I tell them, no, that's not something I want. I usually do have somebody in mind who might be interested in, you know, giving them 300 bucks for that thing. And I'll, I'll be glad to, to, to do that because I'm helping somebody else. I'm helping them. Um, but if, if it is a, a vehicle that, that I think I can work with, I'm going to go take a look at it or ask them to bring it to me. Uh, so that we can make a deal on on my lot. Um, and let's talk a little bit more about that, about how 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 I buy from the public, how I, I deal with them. The first note that I wrote is be straightforward. And I think that's that that to me is is the key. This be be straight up and treat treat people the way you'd want to be treated. Um, now, when I get there, if, if somebody's called me about a vehicle, and that's usually where we go, they, they've contacted me because of, of um, some of the efforts I've talked about, um, I'm going, I usually go to them. I don't, I, don't like, I don't like to have to wait around for somebody to bring me their vehicle. I like to go to them. One thing you know is I like to look where that vehicle is parked because I'm looking for oil, uh, oil stains and things like that, too. I uh, also want to see where the home was at. You know what? What was this vehicle's home like? Uh, um, if this is this thing is surrounded by junk, that that could tell me something too. But 
but mostly I just like to do it on my time and my terms. Um, when I get there, I do a quick walk around. Uh, I, I'm respectful. I, I like to, I went to one yesterday and I saw the vehicles right there. They contacted me. They wanted me to look at it before I go look at their vehicle. I go knock on the door. Cause I, I don't want to, I, I want to be side by side with the, with the, the owner. So they know everything's up and up. Um, with them, I'll do a walk around. They'll usually point out things that I may, sometimes I don't even see. Um, and I do a walk around. I, I start the vehicle. Um, I, I check the, I, I check the fluids, of course, and look at all the tires, look at all the glass, do all the things that you do. Same thing I do at, at, at the car auction. Um, and then I drive the vehicle, make sure that it, it shifts out. Um, and and I talk to them about about the vehicle. What's wrong with it? And and they usually are usually are pretty straightforward with me. Um, people people assume that we know a lot about vehicles, so they they don't usually try to trick uh, you when you hand them a business card that says you're the flipping genius, or that you own a a, a car uh, dealership, or that you this is what you do. You buy and sell cars. They assume that you're going to catch them on tricks now not, not all of them they there will be some out there but most people are pretty honest and so i give them an honest assessment of of what i think the vehicle's worth and this is how i use it how i do it i use kelly blue book i use the kelly blue book app that's on my phone because i find that that's the one that most people use and and that way you know i'm not i'm not looking like i'm trying to disguise thing and, and and trick people by using something that maybe they're not familiar with everybody's familiar with kelly blue book i i find and i i take a a look i i show them i'm, I'm putting the numbers into the kelly blue book app based on your vehicle the year the miles and the condition i usually use private party fare on on most vehicles i i know that kelly blue book tells you most vehicles fall in, fall into the good good condition category but i feel that most people are trying to buy at the fair price so i've got to protect myself and that's that's where i go um and i and i i tell them that if you sell your vehicle if you choose to sell your vehicle to the public um this is probably what you're going to sell it for right and i show them the numbers um, if the car, the vehicle is really nice, like the one I looked at yesterday was pretty nice. And I, I, I tell them this is the good price. And I think you can get this for this vehicle. It's a, kind of an in-demand vehicle. But um, I also talk to them about how long I think that will take um, and what they're going to have to do to the vehicle to get it ready to sell. Because usually the condition we're looking in is not optimal there's there's some reason why they've called me they don't want to mess with this thing anymore it, it needs this or that and or maybe it just needs a cleanup but whatever it is two things uh the two reasons they've called me one one reason is is they're not comfortable they're not comfortable with with buying and selling cars it's not something they do all the time uh number two they, they're not comfortable with with the, the public they don't want to mess with the public and and we present an opportunity for them to do it easier and and nobody expects you to work for free so i i try to communicate with them uh this is what would happen if you do it on your own it's probably going to be good it could take you three or four weeks it could take you three or four months depending on what the vehicle is because some vehicles are harder to sell than others and in order to make it 
uh, sell quicker, you're either going to have to lower your price or you're going to have to do these improvements. And I tell them what they are and tell them that that's the same thing I'm going to do. Um, and I tell them next what my strategy is. I, I, I tell them this is this is how much money I want to make on the vehicle. And I usually tell them I want to make $1,000 from the vehicle. That's my goal. In order to do that, I'm going to have to fix this, this, and this. And I estimate, in my mind, it's going to cost me this much money. And and then we just walk it backwards. I just, I just, I calculate my price right in front of them using Kelly Blue Book and my old bald head. And we just knock the, the, the numbers down. And I usually apologize to them a little bit. I say, I, please don't take offense because uh, you're going to think this offer is pretty low, but this is, this is exactly how I came up with it. And I'll tell you what, I, I can't even think of a time when I've done this that anybody's really been upset with me. I, no, I, I haven't bought every one of those vehicles. I've had some people say, no, 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 I got I to gotta get more money for it. And I think, oh, of course you do. I mean, everybody needs money. And, but you know what? Everybody doesn't need money. There are some people that would rather have time and freedom than money. And you're presenting them an opportunity to sell that vehicle at a price that's fair because you show them that it's fair. And, and you know, not only do I usually buy the vehicle at or about at the price that I propose, I often get referrals to other sellers uh, from the people that I buy from down the road, just like I, I mentioned before. I make it easy for them. I have all the forms that, that, that we need to make it legal. I make sure, now I, I don't do open titles. That's not something I do, that's, that's illegal. And you've heard Randy Jones talk about how illegal that is back in episode 51, I believe. Um, and, and you guys know, you know the, what the rules are. So I make sure we are up and up and legal with that deal and they feel comfortable about that. And I wrap the deal up and I move the vehicle from their, their house or their business or wherever it's at. I either tow it home or drive it home, depending on what the situation is. Um, and, and like I said, I, I would say 80% of the time, if I'm looking at a vehicle that I want, I'm going to buy it. Now, I don't want everything. So, you know, there's, I would say about, I'm guessing about 75% of the time, I, I do want the vehicle that they, that they have. If, if I don't, I usually figure that out on the phone beforehand. So I, I, have, a, I have a conversation, hopefully. I have a conversation beforehand because I don't want to waste my time or theirs. And uh, I usually ask before I go see them. I usually ask the question: Do you have a number in mind that you've got to get for your your vehicle? Because if they think they're going to get uh, a full private party excellent price from me, they're just not going to. And I just tell them, that, you know, I'm this I'm in this to make a profit, and really we can't sell vehicles in my in my category, anyway, I don't sell vehicles at retail price uh, since I don't finance. So I, I just, I just am honest with them up front, and it saves a lot of time. Um, and very rarely am I ever faced with anybody who's who's upset with me because of that, because I'm 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 really straightforward with everybody. And I, I, I lay my head down at night and sleep fine, and I don't worry about who's at the next line of the grocery store and all that good stuff I've talked to you about before. I hope this helps you uh, find more deals from the public I, because that is 
that is something definitely we're all trying to do. It's competitive out there, um, but I think if you do it the way that I'm talking about doing it, you do it straightforward and honest and respectful. You're gonna you're gonna have success, and you are gonna enjoy this business more. Um, so I, I hope that helps. I, I thank you for listening to Flipping Genius. I thank you for being a member of the Car Flipping Forum. If you're not already, I, I huge thanks to those of you who are. Are, who are supporting uh, Flipping Genius as our our uh, team members and our, our partners and our champions. Um, you can learn more about that at our website, flippinggenius.com, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com. Uh, you can learn more about everything we do at our website. In, and, of course, you can listen to all past episodes, uh, watch all our videos, and please share us with with anybody you think that that this will help anybody who's in the business or like to get in the business. Um, we've uh, we have 118 episodes now of the flipping genius out there so there's a lot of good stuff uh, over 100 videos and, and growing and I, I believe there's a lot of material that, that that can help people make more money that's the number one goal of flipping genius is to help our listeners make more money so. Please help us uh, share us with your friends on social media. Email uh, a link to people. Tell them about what we do if you think we can help. That's what it's all about. And uh, hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses. <laughs>